0: all right let's do it i'll try i'll just try to do it and be normal after you introduce me sounds good
1: cool (laughs) let's all try to be normal
0: if you watch us you already know we're not hello future friends and welcome to the be my friend podcast
2: with my co-host and more importantly my friend Tyler. Hey everyone not only am I here
0: (laughs) we are also joined by our first very special webtoon creator guest Mike Birchall creator of everything is fine. Hi Mike. Hi
1: that was a great intro you did amazing.
0: (laughs) Not only am I here (laughs) No, we're so excited to have Mike with us here today. You are second only to my mom. You would have been our first interview, but she beat you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: she did. We're so excited to have you on for the month of October 2 Spooky season and... Mike, how do you feel that your comic has finally come to its first season finale?
1: Oh god. Um it's it's, it's a lot. <laughs> it's it's been a crazy like year because I think it's been about a year now. Um not since it started but since I, uh, since I started working on it and just I'm I'm taking a well-deserved break at the minute. I can't wait to get like back up and running again and uh yeah.
2: It's very exciting do you have plans on when the season two will be coming about of course that's the number one question you know
0: everyone's gonna <laughs> ask you
1: yeah. you sound like my of editor course. at webtoon <laughs> like yeah. when like when is it coming back uh, again no it's so it's going to be i think about about three months i'm hoping okay but the, the way it works is you just like build up a buffer and then yep. roll them out so as as quickly as i can go i'm like uh that that gif of uh wallace wallace and gromit when when he's putting down the train tracks in front of him as he's going <laughs> i'm just yes. like
0: just keep going that is pretty uh that seems to be the standard you get about a three month break which i mean it like you said, it's well deserved you need you need that time <laughs> you've been pumping yeah. out some serious content
2: and we do have to compliment you. We just feel like your whole Webtoon journey is so well planned and you're always pumping out these episodes. They're never delayed. I, I just feel like you're very organized as a Webtoon creator. <laughs>
0: even oh, i was so you. surprised when we were trying to, to plan this interview with you we were worried about doing it on a sunday which now of course we're past the finale and everything so it's it's not as big of a deal but even prior you said oh i don't have to do anything on the release day and, and tiff and i are like what so you all <laughs> these creators still working on there which is no shame i would be the same <laughs> working yeah on their episode on the day it comes out so we're like that might be a lot for you you're like nah i already got it done
1: <laughs> yeah it's tricky i think some people do end up like it's to the why like the the day before they submit it. I'm too like anxious to let to kinda of let that happen. I have to be like a few weeks before I'm like if I know I'm not gonna if I know I'm gonna like run out of track, I'm gonna I need to tell my editor. That's why we we'd never really plan to end the season one at twenty nine, but that I just kind of run out of track there.
0: Well, it ended really so much. I don't even... Where do we even start? With <laughs> where do we even start? <laughs> I mean, that season
2: finale was amazing. The way that you have the music and then you're coming down that valley, it gave me such The Shining feels and Twin Peaks feels. Was it inspired by any horror films
1: yeah totally so the shining absolutely twin peaks a little bit i've not actually seen twin peaks but i'm i'm vaguely aware of it and uh, there are there are some twin peaks vibes in yeah. season two uh and also the uh, i'm a really big fan so i'm a big fan of like all kind of classic horror and you'll find that in like pretty much every classic horror it's like the woods cabins <laughs> like lakes so lake view as a, a, a as a setting and, and then season two is going to be very like ho- classic horror inspired evil dead uh, friday the 13th um, all of those so it's uh yeah that was it so i was i was like i want it to i want that that long scroll in the finale to set that up to really be like okay now we're with shifting tones.
2: You definitely get those vibes, even when you have, like, Maggie as mom. And...
0: You're amping me up so much right now, like, you don't even know. I'm like, oh, my God, what is happening? <laughs> we are big horror fans, so.
1: I think that the the Maggie, the credits, where it's, like, Maggie as mom and Sam as dad, I wasn't, I was, I knew I wanted, like, a really long scroll, and then I came up with, and then I I think I asked for the song. Shout out to uh, Moosature, who does, or Musature. It's probably Musature, it's not Moose. Um, who does uh, does the music? He did the music for episode four and then now this like opening crawl, the, sh- the shining inspired song. I wanted that to feel very long, and so I was trying to figure out ways to like stretch those credits out. I was like, How do I put Sam and Maggie in these? I was like, Because obviously, there's no actors playing them.
0: Well, right? Sam as Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Maggie as <is> Maggie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely
2: got all the feels though. I felt like I was there in that world. And it was so great because it's like the valley and it seemed so perfect with the lake. And then you get that messed up squirrel eating right. a finger. I thought it was a toe. I'm like, Tyler, is that a toe or a finger?
0: Is, I'm not is sure. Is that a finger or a toe? Can we get some clarification?
1: I, I th- It's a finger.
0: Uh. <laughs> It looked longer when he was running away with it, so that's what made me think it was a finger. But I, you could really only make out the nail, and that it is a digit. He's like, and the nature is beautiful to see a squirrel. Is that squirrel like a Frankenstein squirrel? I swear it looked like it was all stitched up.
1: Yeah, it did, didn't it? I, I couldn't comment on that.
0: Interesting, interesting. <laughs> that's
1: your first red eye moment.
0: Oh no. <laughs> he said, if we're spoiler, if we're in spoiler territory, we're getting red eyed. So. Yeah. <laughs> It's a red eye moment. Okay, <laughs> we're very
2: excited though uh, going into season two, just to learn more about this Lakeview place. We were so excited leading <laughs> up Literally. to Lakeview. We couldn't wait. Once Linda and Bob mentioned it, I'm like, "What is this Lakeview?" And then to finally meet the mayor and Julian. Julian is hilarious. Oh yeah, Julian's
1: he- great. I love Julian. Yeah. Julian I think Julian. I'm, I'm really excited for Laura. Um, and she she's really like integral to. Lakeview as a whole, but Julian, I was I just wanted really to like he he's just so fun. I've only written a little bit for him going into Lakeview, but he's so fun to write for already. He's just so silly.
0: I mean, there's so much to pick up on that's so different already in Lakeview. And again, I'm just gonna get red-eyed this whole time because I know <laughs> these are things you cannot answer. But they have those those shapes on their faces. Yes, Laura's got the the heart. Yeah, and um, I can
1: speak Julian, to that a little bit actually. That is. We're gonna see a lot more self-expression going okay. into Lakeview. Oh,
0: okay. So we can hypothesize that perhaps they get. Well, it's a very limited type of freedom. You can just tell, but they get a little more, maybe. Yeah. Can actually, do something.
1: Yeah, we're gonna see a little more in in everything, really, in in the sort of Maggie way. Maggie could put like her her
0: vegetable well. tattoo on her head.
1: <laughs> yeah, she could. <laughs>
0: Like, what is that?
1: You gotta be careful saying stuff like that because, like, I'm that might actually make it into it now.
2: <laughs> she just has a carrot, <laughs> yes. yes, it's a very interesting choice of a tattoo. We were mind blown by it. <laughs> and I was like, Maggie, you badass. I knew, I knew it. And it's just <laughs> vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I, you definitely get those feels though. When she is talking with Julian, he's like, I love your dress. Where'd you get it? She's like, a shop or a store. He's like,
0: Oh. There's only one store, I take it. Yeah, yeah
1: he's like, "Oh, you, you poor thing."
0: <laughs> it does seem there are more options in Lakeview.
1: There's, uh, I can say that there's a market in Lakeview.
0: Yeah, he did mention stalls.
1: Yeah, yes. yeah, we're gonna see a bit more. Uh, that's that's another thing. Is like a bit more of a freedom in in everything. So that the way they buy things, where they can go. It's not gonna be. It's not like grocery store one. <laughs> you know box factory this is like
2: it's stepford wives into this you know friday the 13th type of shining type of feel so you definitely get so many classic horror vibes from each way you look at this comic so i'm really excited to see what season two brings to the plate
1: yeah i'm, I'm so excited to bring that in and you mentioned stepford wives that's didn't intentionally like start like oh this is going to be like the stepford wives for part one but i read it Uh, on my editor's recommendation once we start start, always going this way um and it's really good it's like really really good i had to read it and i was like oh i've got to be careful not to just steal everything from
2: this i definitely got the whole you know everyone's mind controlled you know type of it it all seems like it's perfect but it's not uh what did inspire your 50s type of air for your comic yeah
1: uh it's it's a kind of it's kind of a story what it was that's that's kind of the same as same question as like how did it all start in the first place because it was i was doodling around just trying to draw some scary stuff and then i drew you can see on my instagram actually it it was just a doodle of sam and maggie it's non-canon by the way there's some uh blood coming out from under the heads that's nothing to do with anything so just in case people make theories or anything about that but that was and he just said it was sam and maggie and sam was in a suit and uh, maggie was in a dress and i just thought it looks very 50s just the way I, I don't i don't know why it just sort of happened upon that and then it said uh it was like everything is fine summer underneath and that's like that was the whole thing because i wanted to like commit to drawing something that summer to like start a comic so I put that put that together, and then everything came out of that. Like, I had no idea what it was. Oh, and they, they were called Honey and Darling at the time. I thought that that was oh, oh, going to be, be like... Be good too. I think if you in, in the canvas version, I can't remember if it stayed, but they called them. They called each other Honey and Darling through the very beginning of it. Uh, and I was thinking of keeping that until I actually was like, oh, actually, no, I, 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 that's going to be so annoying. <laughs>
0: You would have had another thing to not to not want to keep saying ever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and your girlfriend would have been like, "Do not call me, honey." Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. but yeah. Every, so everything came out of that. So like the fifties vibe, and then there is also plot reasons for the fifties vibe now. But that was it. So it kind of came backwards, though. It was like it was like me answering like, "Okay, why are they wearing cat heads?" And then the other thing was like, "Why is it a fifties vibe?" And that's where everything. Okay,
0: so you kind of built the world, and then. Circled it all back.
1: Yeah, yeah. It all came from like me asking the the 50s. I was kind of an aside, but it all came from me asking like, why would people be wearing these crazy heads?
0: It's actually good to hear your origin story of just you just drew cat heads and then you're like, I, now I have to come up with a reason. Yeah, <laughs> that is a number one question. I think a few of our listeners asked that. Uh, we of course want to ask that, and. Obviously, that's going to get us red eye status. is my assumption that that seems like a pretty integral part of the plot.
1: Yeah, it's gonna. I'm definitely going to answer it in the story at some point.
0: Okay. Okay. Good. Good to know. See everyone. It's coming. Okay. Yeah, just let the happening. story unfold. We're it might be like final the chapter. Has. Oh. Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> it's not. I'm not saying definitely. It might, <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> don't just expect it, time. it anytime soon. It's coming. I have answers to the big questions, but like, just be patient, everyone.
0: You gotta get through it, and then you can find out just what is happening with the cat heads. Of, of course, that's that is one of the main questions. I see it all the time. I see it in your comment section. People are just like, "Why the cats? Yeah. What's up with the cats?" And I did have to like, "Do you like cats? Is our cats our cats a big part of your life?"
1: <laughs> People think I like cats and I hate dogs. That's not true. <laughs> I like them both. <laughs> Good. I like cats. I've never had a dog, but I've had cats. And actually, Sam is named after the first cat I ever had.
0: That's really sweet. Okay, see now that makes sense. I'm glad that you can clear up. You do not hate dogs. We are two very big dog people. I do love a cat. I love cats. Yeah, we're big dog dog ladies. Yeah, yeah, I'm that's a, a so funny guy. though. I've never
2: seen giant cat heads anywhere before in a horror type of story. So it is exciting to see, and you know, it definitely keeps us on the edge of our seats, wanting to know like, what's up with <laughs> the those burning, cats. Burning answer to that question.
1: So I'm glad. I'm glad you're uh, curious.
2: It is funny, too, uh, that you said that people think that you hate dogs, because we did get a question from a fan if Winston is like a foreshadowing oh, of yeah. all the cat head people, because he's dead.
0: <laughs> yeah, s- Silvery on our Discord was asking, in chapter one, is the dog meant just foreshadowing, wanting to escape? Something about cats being afraid of dogs and is the dog oh. being dead does that mean anything? Is that red eye? Yeah, I don't no. know.
1: I think no. I don't know what foreshadowing like in what way.
0: I'm gonna be honest, I the question <laughs> confused me a little. Okay. But I didn't see that. Why not? Let's ask.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't it doesn't sound like if I if I understand it right, no, no. Winston's just uh yeah, he's just Winston. He's just chilling, he's being just himself
0: be it so, be it not alive. <laughs> yeah. Will we find out why they why they kept Winston around while he was deceased?
1: You know, what, I, on honestly that I I don't know. I think that's one of those things where I've not got a plan for it. Um oh, Okay. I I like I know why, but I might never include it in the story. And there's a lot of things like that where I oh. kind of have a thing where you know, it's about what you include and what you don't, and, you know, some, thi- some things are better left unanswered.
0: Oh, my. Okay, cool. so there, there will be some mysteries, possibly. But...
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. I don't <laughs> want to answer everything.
0: I kind of love that, though, to just never, I mean, imagine we just end this series, and we never we never quite know why they just had Winston's corpse laying around. <laughs> Wait, I get the cat head, but what was up with that? <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's still going to be people like on the finale, no matter how much I answer, there's still going to be people on the finale episode comments, like asking that, asking, you know, all all sorts of things. I'll be be like, I don't even know myself. (laughs) (laughs) Come up with your own answers. Does
0: that bring you any anxiety, like worrying that you're not going to be able to answer all the questions or, or, I mean, you seem pretty comfortable with
1: it. It kind of brings me joy. I like (laughs) when people... You know, it's a little game at this point to sort of frustrate people. (laughs) I like, I think, (laughs) yeah, if you're not confusing people, then what are you doing, you know?
0: Right. That's my motto.
2: I feel like we're talking to Stephen King right now. <laughs> that's amazing.
1: And the beautiful thing about it is if I just do, if I mess up and I don't, I, I just like do something wrong. I'll just act like it was on purpose. I'll just be like, oh, that's the mystery.
2: <laughs> yes. You, you got to go with the flow of that. That's the best <laughs> when you can do that. I guess we can ask some of your, your mom's questions.
1: I'm ready. All so right.
2: So we did get... <laughs> Tyler's mom wanted to know, and we always ask this too, if any of your characters were inspired by people you know in real life.
1: Yes, that's a great question. And yes, they're all a little bit of me. It's a little bit like Inside Out, where each one of them is kind of like a different bit of me. But then... Also, there's I, I'll I definitely won't name any names because it'd be a, very offensive right. to say someone was like Bob or Linda. But ah. there is a there there's some people I know who yeah I, I steal the words they say and put them in as you know Bob and Linda say in uh
2: I mean Linda to us will always be Karen. So <laughs> one of my favorite scenes is when Linda just loses it when the cops are there and she comes out with the the knife and yeah. Bob's trying to calm her down. She's like, "Shut up, Bob." <laughs> She's
0: <laughs> like, like, "Just shut your mouth for once, Bob." That's amazing. I you was idiot. like, "Idiot."
2: <laughs> we don't like Linda, but I was so rooting for that whole scene i'm like you tell him linda bob's so clueless all the time
1: yeah i lo- I love writing linda when it, especially when it got to that part where i could really have her say what she actually wants to say because you can just tell she's like been burying a lot of stuff
0: <laughs> just the, the glimpses in that closet that you got she was like bob honey it's okay it's okay i got this and you can just tell she's like you poor dumb idiot <laughs> <laughs> yes She's like, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Poor Bob. Bob, like, knew everything from the start. No one believed
1: (laughs) him. Oh, yeah, poor Bob. Oh, my God.
0: Bob's like, I think they murdered him. And he's like, no one said murder, Bob. (laughs) I'm like, oh, no, Bob.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I love Bob so much when in those moments when he's just like poor sweet Bob. I
2: mean, he's just like I work. The best is the dinner too or he says where he works and everyone's like, "Oh." <laughs> Everyone gets so quiet. <laughs> it's like I burn boxes. <laughs> God, what's
0: in those boxes?
1: People had so many theories about the box incinerator that were just absolutely wild and i was like i was kind of like that was a little bit of one of those things where i was just kind of throwing it out there as a little joke and then people came back with so much stuff about it and that's that's why i kind of came back to it to the box factory but also there's, there's a there's yeah there's there is a little bit of mystery i kind of added After everyone sort of really hung up on that bit, I was like, Oh, okay, I need to actually think about this.
0: It did stand out to us quite a lot. We were like, What is in those boxes? Why was everyone so concerned about the box factory? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It
2: got so quiet at the dinner table. Everyone's like, Oh
0: (laughs) boxes. Well Uh, it seems like their entire society is we're moving the boxes. (laughs) And now we're burning the boxes.
1: Okay, I won't say any more on that, but...
0: Okay, that's yes. fair, that's fair. I Before we finish with my mom's questions, because there, there are quite a couple here, uh. <laughs> I wanted to ask, just based off of what we were just discussing, has anyone come close? Have you seen any fan theories that are actually, like, spot on? Has anyone gotten it right? Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. There's, there's a lot of theories out there. There's, like, a small group of people who have pretty much nailed it. But they have also nailed a bunch, like, the, I see in the in these discussions, they, they might, like, write out a big massive paragraph about, oh, I think it's this, I think it's this, I think it's this, and then 1% of that, one line of that, I'll be like, oh, that is dead on. You have absolutely, like, that, if you just wrote that, then maybe people would, like, sort of hang on to that and be like, oh, that's, that's the thing. But... Because it's buried in like paragraphs of madness, I'm like, oh, I don't think I, I don't think anyone noticed that.
0: Well, that's the thing. People will go on for their theories get quite long-winded. Watch, I've missed all the nuggets of truth. We thought a
2: a, a couple things that red status was but i believe tyler i believe you did say something about the children in one of our podcast episodes
0: well and i'd been reading everyone it's not like that came out of my own brain like i'm some genius i'd been reading so many comments from people on on it and just going with the the flow of the story recognizing that it it seemed like they had had a child and oh man that cuts deep i know a lot of pe- a lot of parents who read it have got to be <laughs> quite disturbed <laughs> with your yeah. plot-
1: progress there yeah i was a little worried about them myself but i think uh, it kind of I th- i'm not sure if, i think some people didn't really understand it which i don't know if that's good or bad
2: it made so much sense though to their community and how there are no kids around and why maggie always goes to the playground and stares and there's no kids plague and then there's that other girl that always goes there's two right and that's the same girl she met in the grocery store with the foil
1: yeah, that's okay. uh, that's Judy. Just to clarify, some people were wondering this. She yeah. is the one who goes to the box factory. Episode okay. 28.
0: I thought so. It seemed like you t- Tiff tied it together for me because I didn't even realize Judy is the one who is also at the playground. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. She's the, okay. the box factory, so the, the playground, playground, the grocery store.
0: Judy is
2: just... She's Judy like... is that mystery. So is she kind of... I might get red status. <laughs> you might <laughs> i'm like is she one of the leaders of the rebellion
1: <laughs> well actually I can, I can say she's part of the rebellion i won't say uh where she is okay. in the rebellion or anything more about the rebellion but judy is definitely part of it and we'll be seeing more of her oh
0: that was major star wars vibes i, I got chills <laughs> i was like the rebellion <laughs> plus charlie i mean i Oh my god, Charlie. <laughs>
2: Charlie is amazing. I have so many questions about that episode at the box factory. Do people work at the box factory or <laughs> was it just him eating all that food? Because there's many <laughs> trays there. Did he kill the people there? I'm,
0: I was so... You're like, what's Charlie doing? <laughs> what's Charlie doing?
1: <laughs> the box factory people were working there. That was the box factory where uh, Bob, Sam, and Charlie were working. And no, it wasn't just Charlie eating the food. Okay, that's all I'll say. I won't say any anymore about
2: that. All right. That's
1: okay. another one. Those I'm I'm. That might be all we see of it, but I okay. might come back Believe to it. it. Yeah. And and if and if we don't see it again, any any sort of burning questions people have about that might come up in different ways and answered. You know, if we show maybe different working environments. Okay, that's all I'm saying. I'm red eyeing myself. <laughs>
2: okay that's fair that's exciting okay Uh, oh my gosh yeah I'm gonna if it if it's left to the unknowing I'm just gonna imagine that Charlie went in there and like burned everyone and kicked some serious butt
0: that's what (laughs) I'm
2: gonna imagine throws trains at everyone spoiler
0: alert from us we simp for Charlie (laughs) we do
2: we love the whole episode at the dinner table uh when Charlie's like can I talk to you we're like is him and Maggie gonna
0: have an affair (laughs) yeah (laughs) we were reading it so wrong it's like hi hi like are they love
1: <laughs> <laughs> i love i love charlie as well he's so fun to write and he's probably the one who's most like me just like awkward he's repping it for the socially awkward people
2: you know too i know the trades thing was probably so little but i live off of that
0: i thought it was like <laughs> hilarious we are we are low-key out of control when it comes to the trades thing <laughs> in your story we cannot let it go i don't know what i was imagining in that basement but <laughs> I thought he was really going to have some major train set up down there. I was so excited. Well, okay, first I thought there was going to be like a dead body down there or something. But then I'm thinking, no, wait, you know what? I bet Charlie just has like a grand train (laughs) set up. And then they're, they're yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of wish he did. I think that might be one of those things where th- there are plot reasons why that, you know, he didn't just have a giant train set up there. But also that was a little bit like, I don't necessarily want to have to draw a giant model train set because it's so <laughs> intricate.
0: It would have been a lot of work.
1: Yeah. It
2: would have been. Now, when he's talking to Maggie about the trains, she says that her dad did collect trains as well. She didn't know what he was talking about right like he really did collect trains
0: correct yes she was under the impression they were talking about trains <laughs> yeah
1: Yeah. she was okay. she was a bit in that scene she's a bit 50 50 and also okay. and also i'm not sure this is one of those things like there's some things i don't know and that's one of them where like maybe maggie kind of did think it was a little bit of an affair i don't know <laughs> Ooh. in that bit she just like she's kind of looking for anything he's up to something i think if he'd like (laughs) if he'd like made a move i think she would have responded
0: i mean if charlie made a move on (laughs) me i would too we love charlie (laughs) i was telling my husband that before we came on we we're gonna ask mike if charlie's hot and he's like are you gonna <laughs> ask him normal questions and i'm like baby my husband's so concerned
1: no i'm, I'm glad because charlie is there is a little bit of hotness about him isn't it there? there's like he's yes deliberate that was on purpose it wasn't just me but then i think it i think it's people some people think like charlie's like the worst kind of person and some people are you know he's like attracted to that sort of mysterious awkward kind of guy <laughs> but i think so i think and whenever i see a comment the same for charlie i'm like yes another one i do have romance in my webtoon (laughs) yes
2: we say uh when we did our our top five webtoon boys with abs we're like charlie's (laughs) the one with the abs in the comic
0: right that was the thing you commented you're like i'm not telling you who has abs we're like well we're gonna ask anyways
1: (laughs) i i think charlie okay the official word charlie does not have abs I don't oh. think he's willing to put that work in. I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry to break the hearts. Uh, Julian okay. definitely does. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, Julian has abs. No, Julian's yeah. got
1: abs okay, on his abs. I
0: imagine. I imagine Charlie is just kind of a. He has taken good enough care of himself. He doesn't need abs. He's yeah. He's great the way he is. He is yeah.
1: He's just like, kind of a little uh, a lean guy. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we're we're here
2: for that. We're uh, we're here for that. No matter what care. Charlie looks like. We I, yeah, still that was the thing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, I don't even care.
2: <laughs> He's yeah, okay. literally wearing a cat head. <laughs> you could tell that, Julian, you get such a, uh, that classic old movie beach vibes from Julian. That, yes. like, he really cares about his looks and things. And he has, like, those little shorts on and the, yeah. <laughs> the muscle shirts. So.
1: <laughs> he is kind of inspired by like like I was saying like that Friday the thirteenth kind of lake view, like it's, it's not a summer camp, but he's kinda of like the camp counselor.
0: Oh, okay. You know, okay. That, that, like that one of those one hot that, uh, counselors that yeah. we're here he's for the it. reason Jason drowned. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know if you could answer this, but the whole box factory episode with Charlie and when we finally get to see the front of Charlie you get you again see the cuts and then the brain matter sticking out of the mask and we saw that too when tom got beaten to death with a hammer Mm. is the mask like are there heads grown to the mask or is the mask like its own thing with brain in it like what
0: i think it was uh sam he does say it's like goose so i what is that can you even answer that what is that stuff?
1: I, I i don't i think i actually can't answer that i'm gonna stop that okay. there it's not what everybody thinks that's what okay. i'll say there's still oh. there's things about them that are gonna change the way people think about it
0: that's interesting that gives us
1: i'm not confirming substance. our denying brains at this time yes
0: it, it just looks so brainy we're like is that a brain um, but, right. but then you know charlie would be running around with exposed brain which is
1: yeah it would be a lot of brain because it's, it's
2: so like low i'm cheeks. like that's really low for a yeah. brain
1: It'd be a lot of chin brain <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: every part of yes. has a
1: brain
2: so i guess we could assume that at some point in time will
0: the masks come off
1: That is a red eye. Okay. Cannot confirm or deny the mask coming off.
0: They can't come off. I'm very concerned. We will. We will not press you any further on that one. But we're just. (laughs) Do you have a favorite character in your own story?
1: I like so many different things about each of them. There's. I think if I had to pick one. Okay, if I have to pick one so far, it's actually Linda because I think she is just so fun and evil. And I love that. Yes. I love writing her. Especially, yeah, and like I said, especially when she can say what she can say. And I love that scene where she comes out with the knife. Like, none of the other characters, I think even, like, M- Maggie maybe, but Maggie was kind of, like, not as deliberate. I feel like Lin- I feel like that's been Linda's, like game plan for a while like I know where the knife is
0: yes
2: (laughs) right that makes sense yeah and then
1: upcoming Laura's Laura's a really fun character right but also Judy is one who I have big plans for and like I don't know I don't necessarily know where every character is going to end up but a couple of them I have a really just fun full arc planned out Uh, and both Judy and Laura actually are two of those so they're my favorite upcoming characters
0: i'm really looking forward to seeing more judy so i guess speaking of linda being being your favorite so far we kind of saw a glimpse of this are maggie and sam younger than bob and linda does age play a role in anything
1: um i mean it only as much of a role as it does you know with anyone they i think they're i haven't written down somewhere they're a little bit older but it's nothing Nothing, nothing huge in that I think Charlie's a little bit younger
0: okay well and we did notice speaking of my mom asking about their age it, it was really interesting when they
1: got when
0: they got red status
1: yes I know what you're gonna ask yeah, yeah. I know I know you do and
0: so many people were wondering it, it said Bob was 83 years old and he weighed like 300 pounds
1: yes that ugh, I really want to explain that but I can but I will say that that's not a mistake. I'm red eye. Okay,
0: self-red-eyed. it'll mean something. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure it out as the plot goes. And that was just so inter- That stood out, obviously, to so many people. We're like, wait a minute. Bob is not yeah. 83 years old. Right. <laughs>
1: so there's see? some good theories. There's some very strong theories there.
2: It is very interesting to see Linda's whole... Her and Bob's red status uh, scene and to see that no, all those numbers and everything and to see their kids actually... Jumping off a building and uh, then
0: that was
1: you know, mm, that, heavy. That
2: was, <laughs> what was that? That was. <laughs> There's so many questions. I guess about where these kids are. Do they just walk off a building? Um, why are there buildings? Why are they catching towns on fire? There's so much going on. I don't know if you can answer this, but do the people stay in the houses while they're burning
1: them down? Hmm, I'm trying to <laughs> think if... Yeah, I mean, I would say some things aren't a mystery like more than people think. Like, that's kind of... Like, okay. I know what the answer is, but I don't want to say anything specific in case I, I get to it and I, maybe I want to change it, you know? I, okay, I'll say this. Whatever the worst thing you're imagining is probably true.
2: <sighs> okay. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> All right,
1: that's just a rule across the board.
2: It was amazing the build-up because it started out pretty dark and then it just kept getting darker, like from the kids jumping off the buildings to the whole neighborhood's being burned down. And you're like, whoa, what is going on? I thought it
0: was already bad here, but yeah. it's getting worse. That explained the smell thing to me. Yeah. It was Is that supposed to explain the smell thing?
1: I can confirm that. There's the oh, scene okay. where Bob, I think it's in episode four, he's like, oh, the sunset smells that yeah. is yes
0: i laughed so hard i don't know <laughs> that got me as soon as he's like oh but the smell's getting in i'm like what
1: i love i love that everybody kind of finds different comedic moments in it because i i i just think it's so funny as well when i'm like like i like i'm so bored of the scare by the time i get to you know drawing it that i like because i've been thinking about it for months you know i've been like knowing that moment's gonna right. you know build up but then getting, leaving some room to, like, write something really weird and funny in there is always so fun. And, like, like I think the scene where Linda gets tasered, even though it's, like... Was
0: hilarious. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Even, even though it's, like, the worst moment of her entire life, it's so funny.
0: Well, oh, I like how they're, like, screaming in agony as they're having this vision. And the, the cop's just standing there with the taser. Cut. <laughs> He's just, like... I mean, yeah. you don't see expression. So I did laugh at that pretty hard. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm, like, self-medal for that. Like, good joke, man. Horrible good joke.
0: No, you tie really good comedy in, especially, like we said, we do, like, horror movies, and there's always an element of comedy, even when it's supposed to be serious. Like, someone's getting stabbed. Sometimes it's in, like, the funniest way, and it just makes you laugh.
1: That's so true. I I was watching... um, Have you ever seen the Lone Wolf and Cub movies? No. We watched, like, the, the sixth one last night, but it doesn't really matter. There's this scene in it where a woman gets blown up with like it's, so it's set in like like feudal japan but there's this scene where a woman gets blown up with a rocket and it's i'm not sure if they meant it to be like this horrifying scene but i just couldn't stop laughing it's just shot in the funniest way i recommend everyone see lone wolf and cub it is the most i don't know if it's intentionally hilarious or not but there's some like Blood squirts and horrible, like gore in that. Yeah. It's just the funniest thing I've ever seen. You need to be a. Spe- I think if you like. If you think everything is fine, funny, you'll think those are funny as well. But some people are just horrified, so that's okay. I'm to
0: check that out. That sounds great. Well, that's yeah. the thing, people. This series has really opened our eyes to realizing that not everyone thinks the same yeah, <laughs> we do. Which it sounds so. I. I don't mean to think everyone thinks the same. I guess, but I, it almost speaks to a sense of I don't view it as a unique point of view when we think these things are funny or cool. So yeah. then, when other people come on, they're like, "That's horrifying." We're
2: like, <laughs> "Right? Wait, you don't think this is amazing?" I mean, it's so exciting to see your little webtoon journey grow as much as it is right now. And God, it's well deserved. <laughs> Yeah, we're so excited for you because I feel like your webtoon isn't just horror. It has such a good mix of everything and the mystery in it. Just we love not being able to predict what's going to happen. So,
1: Oh, good. I'm glad it's the, creating general confusion is my goal. <laughs> chaos. We live yeah, for the chaos. chaos. We love
2: it. There is a question um, from one of our Discord people, Tyler, uh, asking how your your writing and your...
0: Um... Oh yeah, I've got it right here. From Kayla, she was wondering, and we have discussed some of it, but how long did it take you to fully flesh out the plot and the timeline of the story and what does your, your process look like, your storyboarding process?
1: It's I think it's, it's bold to assume that I've fully fleshed it out. It's an ongoing process that kind of started. They, I remember um, I was really glad when they... Obviously, I was really glad when they emailed me uh, saying, you know, do not want to be a to your original? Um, but I was especially glad that I already had the, I already had like 99% of it plotted out at the time. Um, and then it's kind of, it's been overhauled a couple of times since then. Um, but I was really glad that I sort of had that ready because that's what they were looking for. They wanted something with an ending. They wanted to make sure that I wasn't just like making it just, you know, making it up as I go along and that I had an answer for the cat heads and things like that. Um, and yeah, it's just. Uh, so, sorry, what, what was the what was the second part of that question?
0: The second part was, what does your storyboarding process look like? Yeah, so Actually. it's
1: pretty chaotic. It's um, <laughs> I used to like write a full script for every episode before, I, uh, and then then storyboard it. Um, but now basically I have like two or three lines of the events that's going to happen in an episode. And then I go straight into, uh, I use Adobe Illustrator. I just kind of write it straight on there and I'm figuring out like the direction, the blocking, where the characters are going to be. Because that's, that's like a massively underrated part of creating comics, figuring out where people stand and like how the angles of the thing. And no one tells you like, oh, you're going to really need to need to figure out like how how movie directors do it um, right. and that kind of thing. And like how w- this character is in front of this one. And um What I found was that I needed to really know where they're standing before I could even script it. Where a character is or what a character's doing really affects not only, like, the words they say, but the pace of the words they say. So it's like that scene where, um, where Linda pulls the knife. I rewrote that a lot because I was trying to figure out, okay, so we've got Pete, we've got Greg, we've got Sam, Maggie, we've got Bob. How do I make it so that Linda slips away Because if you actually, like, pay attention... Sorry, I'm going off on this huge tangent here. No,
0: No, that's good. good. Keep going. This Uh, is
2: hella interesting. (laughs) Let me get popcorn. (laughs)
1: Because if you actually pay attention to it, it doesn't make any sense how she slips away from them because they're all looking at her. But I I don't think... I think I pulled it off where you don't notice... As the reader, you focus on what Bobby is saying and then by the time Maggie's like... I think it's Maggie or Sam is like... Where's Linda? She's like slipped into the kitchen and back and she's standing in that doorway with with the knife. To go back to the question, this is so figuring out those storyboards is like it used to be I go in with the full script and now it's become this much more chaotic, like, where's everybody standing? Linda has to say this when she's holding the knife. Someone has to say, where's Linda? You know, because I wouldn't have known if I was just writing the script. I wouldn't have necessarily known, like, how it makes sense that she kind of disappears and comes back.
0: So then a big part of it's got to be you You kind of have the the big parts of the episode figured out. And then you you have to figure out how you... You could get the people in position for those.
1: Yeah, definitely. That's probably the thing I've learned the most over this past like year of doing it is just you need to direct it like a movie. You need to figure is... out where they are. And it's like, actually, it's kind of like how on a movie set they would, well, it depends on the movie, but they might go in with a script and then improvise. I kind of have them improvise while they're there. You know, like, oh, oh, Sam would say this kind of thing.
2: That is so interesting. Um, cool I don't think people it. really understand how much thought goes into planning out these comics and to think of it as you're directing a movie. And even when I was reading that scene, I'm like, where did Linda go?
1: (laughs) I'm like, where is
0: she? (laughs) You did pull it off because we were like, wait, she did go. Where did she go?
1: (laughs) It's a few panels before, I think. Hopefully, if I pulled it off, it's like, she's kind of, there is that, at the same moment you're wondering it, I want them to ask the question.
2: Right. It was perfect. It was perfectly drawn that way. When you became a Webtoon original, what was that like when you got that phone call or email? Where were you and how did you feel? Like what, oh what was said to you that I'm, I'm sure it was amazing.
1: Yeah, no, it was insane. It, so it was th- this is going to end up being a, a, a bit of a story again. Go um, for it. it. So it was about the start of the pandemic which was weird because <laughs> it was like, oh, the world's <laughs> falling apart, but also it's the best day of my life. <laughs> so i have been working at home for a couple of months. I was working in customer service. To put it in context, I, I was basically working from like 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. every day at my day job. And it was a good job, but it was, you know, just a lot. And then... I would stay on my laptop and just switch over the window at 9 to Adobe Illustrator and get to draw him. And then I would draw from, like, 9 p.m. to, like, 1 a.m., just not getting oh any gosh. sleep. And then, so I was doing that for a long time and just, you know, slowly sort of churning through the episodes. And I think it was about the episode when Charlie goes, uh, when Maggie goes to Charlie's house. And I thought, so when I first started it, it was always kind of my goal to, like, aim for you know originals and I think everyone kind of starting webtoon does that all right at that point it had gotten so weird that I didn't think they would go for it and I had like I'd so I'd like moved on and I'd started to make a little bit of ad money and so I was like okay if I just keep doing this you know plugging away at it for a long time I'm gonna end up hopefully being able to quit my job you know I'd got like I'd got like five patrons I was like, yeah, I'm in the big leagues, you know? Yeah. And then I just didn't expect it at all. And then my future editor, H.B. Klein, emailed me out of the blue one night. Because I'd, you know, done the research, I knew like, oh, this is what Webtoons does. They'll email you. And so I got that email out of the blue. And yeah, it was just crazy. It was indescribable. I was like, oh, this right (laughs) now is the best moment of my (laughs) life. Just like, oh my God, I've done it. You know, you don't want to believe immediately that, like, oh, okay, I'm going to be able to quit my job and things like that. Because it was that it was then like two or three months of working on the pitch and pitching it and and just like back and forth. And I almost didn't do it because they asked me to do it in in color, and I was like, yes. I was such an idiot. I was like, no, it has to be in black and white. It's only <laughs> going to work. It was this thing, and I was like, I um, almo- I I almost was like not walking away over that, but I was like really struggling with whether. Well, right. Yeah, yeah, but it turned out that, you know, they were, of course they were completely right because then <laughs> I learned how to do color. And I think that was the main thing. I was just like afraid to do color.
0: Well, of course, it's a big move. I was going to ask
1: about that. And then it did. And then we, we did the pitch. Um, and then it was like two months later when I got the email through like, congratulations, it's going to be a Webtoon original.
2: That's amazing. <laughs> yeah.
1: I went and told my girlfriend. I was like, I'm a comic artist.
0: I did it. <laughs> you know what? You you were already you were grinding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was doing the grind, it had, but I was felt well. So it was like to... quit
1: my job vibe. <laughs> like... Yes,
0: exactly. D- to finally hit that point, that's amazing. That's such a good story. And
2: all the the hard work paid off, and you know it, it's so funny too to hear like your early on thoughts when you're going through all that because it is your baby and you want it to be just exactly the way you always wanted it to be so i i'm sure when you have to make some changes it's very hard
1: definitely very hard and, and i'd never had an editor before so that was learning you know the editors don't want to ruin it they want to help well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> getting over your own ego um yes yeah
0: well I can only imagine I, I suppose there are, are there moments where things have just completely changed because of because of the editing process?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean the HB especially uh, was just so instrumental in developing it into something that was professional quality like they uh, gave me so much advice on the colors but also the story, like, they were really... And I said I said this in a, a little shout-out because they, they've now moved on to another job. They were so instrumental at, in the, developing the story into something that came together in the way it, it does. And, they, you know, obviously it's my name that sort of gets more attached to it, but it really was, especially in the beginning, it was really like more of a, a 50-50 collaboration just in, like, the, you know, f- figuring out how it all... Not necessarily, like, I had, I had all the big answers, but those little things you don't think about really, like, makes, needs to make sense to the reader. It needs to, re- right. you know, if you're trying to communicate right. an idea, that needs to come across to the reader. And there were so many times when HB would be, be like, that's not gonna come across, or we want to clarify this in certain ways. And so, I, yeah, I just learned so much from them and, and just that whole process.
0: Are you all set up then? For uh, are, you have a new editor and everything's uh, organized, I don't, or is that?
1: Yeah, it's. I I have an interim editor, a Webtoon, okay. um, who's great. I say I'm a little bit enjoying the freedom. <laughs> it's nice just being like, oh, I can do something a little, a little different. But uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. It's so interesting, actually. We so we have a Webtoon creators Discord. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep, I've I've heard lore.
1: They're all amazing and. Some of them, they don't want editors at all. They don't want any, like, you know, creative input there. And, they, and a lot of them don't need it. You know, they, they've got such a, a clear vision. Right. But then some of some of them really do benefit a lot more from that outside input. And I think a little bit of it is, like, introvert, extrovert. It's a little bit, like, how... It's just how people work. People work differently. But for me, yeah, it's, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not sweating it right now. I'm enjoying a little bit of freedom. Well, I've not even started season two yet. So, right, really... Right once we once we get I mean I know what's going to happen and I've written out a lot of it but um the I've not started like the actual right building it yet
2: now were you a webtoon fan before you put your comic on canvas
1: yeah I I sort of I was already making comics in uh, like little comics on Instagram and I came across webtoon and I came across I remember the first one I read was lavender jack which was amazing axed is great and uh, I've got a shout out, um, Hues of Solitude is a canvas webtoon that um, is severely underrated. I, I think I was already making Everything is Fine at that point, but Hues of Solitude really showed me like, and Lavender Jack as well in a lot of ways, really showed me like, oh, the scrolling format can be yeah. so cool. You can have those long scrolls and use them in different ways. And so, yeah, I, was, I, I, I read a couple and then I started to make my own and now I don't read any because it's just... <laughs>
0: Well, I, where, where do you even find the time? Right.
1: Yeah, but not just that. It's, it's I know how they get made now.
0: Does it ruin the magic?
1: Yes. Unfortunately, <gasps> yes. I can't read a webtoon now. And, and a lot of... Creators say the same as well.
0: I've I've heard that. I have heard that.
1: Because this is annoying. Because there's some I really want to read. You know, I keep up with uh, Laurel in person uh, and try right. and you know more more just to sort of like there's such a discussion around these series you've got. Well, right. If I like see an import, I just see a new series that's out, and I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And then I click on it, and then like five panels in. Oh, they've done a really cool thing there. How could I? steal that and, put it yeah. into, and then I go off on a whole tangent I'm like yeah there's no uh or you just you know you just know how it gets made so much that it's not necessarily predicting it but just being like oh okay there's gonna be yeah. a cliffhanger here there's I see what they're doing
0: right you can see well, exactly they? where it's going they kind of they kind of have to I, I feel like you go to special cliffhanger training School. when when you yes. are ready to make a web two? well they have to they gotta get you coming back or make you spend those coins
1: yeah absolutely that's the the the, one of the big things from the editors is you know they really want to hit certain beats so then they're not they're not actually a lot of people think that it's like this cliffhanger factory but it's really (laughs) they just want you to hit like episode three is a big one episode six is a big one season finales are a big one Uh, season uh, premieres are a big one so they kind of want whole episodes to be cliffhangers like the actually episode 29 the the season finale was originally gonna be the first episode of season two and then they wanted me to which I think was completely the right decision was they wanted me to make it the season finale instead because they really want people to sort of get a sense of what's coming and not just be because i wanted i wanted like the final twist to be like oh charlie's here um
0: (laughs) i was wondering it felt like a it felt like an ending almost and then to have but i loved that i loved that transition from okay welcome to the rebellion charlie to oh we're going to lakeview and it it lets all the readers sit on that for the yeah. next few months now we can wonder and you'll get even more wacky theories being sent your way because <laughs> yeah. we'll all start looking into it. But.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right.
2: It feeds us as readers, too, because, you know, you get the Charlie episode and you're like, what is happening after that? Because that was already so intense. So then when you come out with Lakeview, it's like, we always wanted to see Lakeview. <laughs> this is exciting. So, it, yeah, it's I could definitely see that all the planning there and everything i don't even know how you have time to do all this uh as you said it it's such a process and everything and we know that you are writing a book and everything and how do you yes. even find time to write a book <laughs> and do your comic
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know when i figure it out it's uh, <laughs> i've got I've got a third thing on the burner as well that I'm working on. And I'm like, I'm looking at my calendar and I'm like, oh my God, how am I going to do all this? I'm such a nerd. I don't have a life. And I'm just like, I wrote, if I wasn't writing a book, I would just be writing stuff anyway outside of the drawing. Because it's like, I'm such a nerd. I'm like, oh, I'll take a break from drawing now. And I'll write some things that I'm going to draw later. Or, you know, and it's, uh, yeah. it's just a creative it's, it's, soul. The answer is I have no life.
2: <laughs> same is your is your book uh is it gonna focus on the horror genre as well
1: yes so the so the premise is it's about it's called witch exclamation point <laughs> it's called witch and it's about a, a princess who runs away to become a witch and <laughs> um with a focus on she has a friend who they have a lot a, a kind of a little witch club and that that's kind of uh, that's that's where things set off from i know it sounds like this like young adult novel kind of thing and it's like oh it's gonna be a little fantasy and it is not it is like horrible uh, the stuff i've got planned for that is like the reason so I'm, I'm pointing out on patreon i'll probably do a physical version afterwards but like every month every chapter every month is going to go out on patreon and the reason it's on patreon is because it's far too horrible for (laughs) anything like i couldn't put i couldn't like make it into a webtoon or like put it on on, a wattpad or something because it's just so messed up i need people to be like buying into it and and, like going past the disclaimer that i'm giving them before (laughs) they get into it because it's just going to be so horrible i have an idea in that for a horror It's, it's just like a specific kind of horror Like, do you know... um, You ever seen Insidious? Yes. Mm -hmm. So you know... Insidious is a weird movie because, like, the end of it turns into this absolutely insane, campy sort of, like, (laughs) demon thing. But the beginning of the movie is so good and so subtle with the horror where they're going around and there's, like, a kid in the corner and they just walk past it and it's like, why... You know, it's like those nope moments. You're like, no, I don't. Not messing with that. And I have a way of i i've wanted for a long time to write in horror like that like this sort of oh it's there kind of horror and which is going to feature that it's going to be not just that but that so it's that kind of stuff where i really want people to be very scared
2: right that creep factor of the oh. lurking and jump scares yes yeah <laughs> okay
0: well i'm looking for everyone go get on this patreon i have read the uh, just the teaser you had for it and i am excited i'm yeah i'm definitely gonna get on that tier because i want <laughs> to uh now you've got me even more hyped that sounds <laughs> great
1: <laughs> that's another one like if you have the stomach for it i think it's really gonna because it's so hard to find good horror if you're a horror fan you so get so desensitized and you're just looking for something that like you know scratches that itch.
0: just make me feel
1: <laughs> yeah exactly make me feel something that's why i'm like okay. i wish i could i could read it i wish i could read something like this that's why i wrote it but then I, you know I, I, there's so many great horror movies and stories and comics on webtoon as well and coming out oh and, my
0: gosh we don't want to take up all your time here and keep oh you no, forever either but that was one of our things that we wanted to ask so bad we had a whole stupid bit for <laughs> it. But speaking of horror and, and even knowing you, you've seen Insidious, you even gave us a great recommendation. You are a fan then. <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> Cue Scream. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I need Ghostface.
1: My favorite scary movie is Scream.
0: Is it? Yes. Oh my
1: gosh. <laughs> I love Scream so much. It's weird that you said that. But it's like, it's its my favorite scary movie. It's not like the scariest movie I've seen. I love that meta horror aspect of it. And uh, yeah, Cabin in the Woods for that same reason.
0: Oh, oh my god. god. That's my favorite movie. That is hands down my favorite movie, Cabin in the Woods.
1: It's so good. You know what the only bad part of Cabin in the Woods is? And this kind of goes in, this is kind of my like thesis on horror as well, is when in the beginning of the movie they they go into the woods and a bird flies into the force field. Yes. And then that lets you know, A, that there's like something extra going on here if you didn't know already from like, you know, the trailers yes. or whatever. But also it lets you know that there's a force field specifically here in this specific area. And then there's that scene when uh, I think it's it Chris Hemsworth is yes. <laughs> on the motorcycle and he's, he's going to jump that gorge and you already know that the bird is the the bird flew into it in the force fields there right. which it completely would have more... flips that from like a horror moment to a comedy moment because you're just waiting yes. for that to happen you just know it's going to be so funny and i think that's yeah. great is it, it's great it's the funniest moment in the film and that's great it is. but also i just think oh that could have been so horrifying as well to you're suddenly right. find out
0: it would have been much more impactful if you didn't know until chris hemsworth just
1: yeah if he just (laughs) splatted there out of nowhere i would have loved that so much it's great in a different way it's funny it's just it is that tension of when he's gonna go up to it is great as well it depends what you're going for really
0: honestly no i love that one i love scream too that's a great choice scream is a
2: classic Classic are you a 90s baby i am yeah, because I'm like only '90s babies have like a soft spot for Scream. I feel like I don't. So Anyone true. who sees it now, they're like, what? Yeah, they're like, what is this? I love Scream because you know they talk about horror movies while they're in a horror movie. So
0: I mean, all the things. not That was to literally do. our bit. I was going to be like, what's your favorite scary <laughs> movie? But I can't do it. Yeah, so.
1: I've, I've even watched the the Scream TV show. Have you seen okay. that?
0: I I never watched it, but I do know it exists. It's like yeah. bad
1: but good. It's I I actually I'm that big a fan, like I I have a real soft spot for anything scream.
2: Yeah, hard classics. I don't know, I feel like you're a hard genius. You might be the next Stephen King over here making all these so. stories. So I'm
1: feeling
0: I'm feeling hella cool here talking to you. <laughs> We're <laughs> like, you're the next big thing, Mike. Did you know that?
1: It's <laughs> not not at all. I'm just like I've I think I've managed to trick everyone. Into thinking that I've got like all this, like all these plans. It's not at all. I'm literally like that gift of the train track going in front of me. I have no idea what I'm doing.
2: We we're so excited to have you come on here. We were also so nervous. We we're like, we're going to talk to this horror legend. <laughs> what is <laughs>
0: happening? Seriously, we're like, does he know how cool he is? He doesn't know how cool he is. Here, now you're on here. You're like, I don't know what I'm doing. We're like, neither do we. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I was I was super nervous. I was like, I've never had an interview before, anything like that. Um, yeah, I was freaking out to meet you guys. I think what you're doing is so cool as well. With like, cause I'm kind, of, I'm a nerd. Like, I don't read, I can't read webtoons anymore. But I'm such a nerd about like the webtoon meta that like you have one of I think there's not many the the, the, the Toon Balloon podcast as well is great. But you guys like oh, she's
0: amazing, uh, we love killing her.
1: it with the podcast and like oh. the I really think this is gonna be so huge when, like, Webtoons is kind of huge already, but, like, I feel like the world is, doesn't know about it. Like, you know about it if you know about it. But when people finally do, you're going to get, like, so many so. oh,
2: Thank you.
0: <laughs> we're we just trying crying. us
2: with our our tinfoil
0: hats over here all the time like it is it's getting out there we yeah. see the lore olympus merch at our local hot topics out yeah. here we know things are growing and right. webtoon themselves is doing their best to get out there and that's i yeah we're just here we just love we love the stories we, so much yeah, and we just I- want to talk about it even to air even
2: the webtoons (laughs) that we know aren't you know super big we love to still you know cheer for them because we just love them so we're just true fans we just want to
1: yeah it comes across
2: mike's like it's pretty obvious so meeting and talking to you right now we're just like this is amazing
1: (laughs) it
0: is you've been so much fun to talk (laughs) with too seriously you you did amazing thank you
2: (laughs) yeah our webtoon dreams are coming true right now just having a conversation with you so, <laughs> I'm glad. is there anything that you want to share yeah, anything about else you want to play comic
1: um yeah there's the book so I'm I'm the book's on Patreon, it's going every month.
0: It's only $3 a month, you guys, get on there. I'll <laughs> yeah. hype your Patreon, Mike, don't worry, I got this. <laughs> Thank you. LinkedIn it It's below. so cheap, it's amazing. <laughs> I'm on there, it's great. He, he's, it's amazing. That's what I'm
1: saying, guys, it's $3. <laughs> so there's the book, uh, just my socials, follow me on Mike B Comics on everything i have some i have something that i really want to i have mean, it's not it's so early in such early stages yet i can't say anything at all but i want to come back when i can talk about this uh yes. please oh. i'm inviting myself back oh my on the God. podcast like you are point. welcome
0: anytime yes! you. <laughs> do you want to be I a third co-host you. no i'm just I kidding. might be <laughs> <laughs> we can just talk about horror movies if you want. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, now that, yeah, now that we've broken the ice, let's just have a horror movie fest.
0: Yeah, make sure you're following him. Everything will be linked below like it always is. If you're not already following like you got to. His his artwork is amazing. His story is amazing. We just talked about it for so long and we're going to talk about it for even longer, okay? It's not over. It's not over.
2: No, we just got to Lakeview. I mean, I, <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been waiting for this. I was ready to go there before Linda, so <laughs> literally we were all packed up i am ready to see more frankenstein animals eating
0: toes and fingers
2: (laughs) (laughs) we're ready to what's in that water mike what's in that lake
0: (laughs) oh yeah see we have lots of there's so much to come and you will be you will be welcome back with open arms anytime
1: Uh, oh thank you and thank you for having me it's, it's oh been God, so good you, it's just like I'm, like on. I said it's great to talk to you and it's great to just uh, it's great to talk to anyone about webtoons no one in my life is interested <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, that's how understand.
2: that's how we found each other if you made it this far we'll let mike decide what they should
0: comment down below
1: they should comment red eye if they enjoyed it
0: okay you heard it from mike comment red eye if you made it this far and if you liked it and like this video if you want us to have mike back like this video if you just love charlie and don't forget to subscribe to everything including mike on everything go find him don't find his house though just find mike on the <laughs> just internet <find> mike
2: <laughs> on all the platforms yes don't forget just kidding. Forget.
0: We should do something special for Mike.
2: Let's see something special for Mike. What should we say? <laughs>
0: What's it's a good a outro. outro. Trains. I just always think trains.
2: Trains. <laughs> say trains. trains.
0: <laughs> we say nothing. We're just like, don't forget trains. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah.